Hi, and welcome to season four of the Mina Amsa Show podcast style. I'm so excited that you're joining me this season. This show is a place where you can find connection, insight, and probably answers to some of the questions that you'll have on your journey in life. Like, how do I grow and develop? How do I become a leader? How do I know I'm maturing? How do I find love and settle down? Well, my name is Mina Amso, and every week I am joined by new and returning guests. We talk health, career, and relationships. We laugh, we get serious, we get silly. But this season, we are focusing more on leadership, self-development, and everything else in between. So grab a cup of coffee, relax, and welcome to the conversation. This episode is sponsored by Harcourts, Cooper & Co. Auckland-based real estate agents Bob Nahab and Peter Jones have a track record of helping Kiwis buy and sell their homes in Auckland. They are very experienced in the field, they know the market very well, and they'll make sure that your next house purchase or sell will be a breeze. So give them a call today. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. And uh, in this episode, we will be talking about why you should be thinking about a personal growth plan to help you become a better human being, a better um, partner, a better um, human at your job, better friend, better dad, a better mum, just to be better in, in general in society. Or you just want to be, you just want to develop as a person. And I think we need to be thinking about self-development more and more and more because let's face it, society, the world is changing every minute and we need to be on point. But also um, we need to be on point with our own selves and connected with our own selves. And I have with me again leadership coach Andy Ralston. Andy is a certified leadership coach based in Auckland. Hi, Andy. Hi, Mina. It's so nice to be back on your show again. It's so lovely to have you. So we're talking about personal growth today, specifically around what a personal growth journey uh, and plan look like and how one could create one. I mean, up until last month, I had no idea what a personal growth really was. I thought it was just something that happened on its own and automatically takes shape. And well, I realized that it was not quite right. <laughs> And that I had to have a plan, actually sit down and think about things. But I thought, well, personal growth is different to my career goals and my career development. So, yeah, anyway, I realized that I've got no clue on how this growth plan looks like. And I remember having a conversation with you about um, what books to read and you were talking about the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell, which is an amazing book we Isn't are it? reading right now. And kind of just thought, okay, okay, I will read it, but not now. But only until we talked about your course, which is absolutely amazing, um, the Mastermind course. So um, before I go through the rest of this um, episode, why don't you tell us about the book, why is it good, and a bit about your mastermind course, just sure. so that people have an understanding of what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. So we're talking about personal growth plan, and it's really about how do we become a better person. And I think the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, which was written by uh, John Maxwell, is just a great 
resource to look at different areas of your life and how you can grow and become a better person and what areas to focus on. So, you know, you look at the first chapter, which we're going to do a session on, I believe, is intentionality. So, you know, everything we've got to do is be intentional about what we do and, mm-hmm. and personal growth is the same, just like we're intentional about our goals and things like that. So, you know, and then learning mm-hmm. to reflect and learning to pause, learning to uh, look at yourself and see how you see yourself because mm-hmm. that's important. If we don't know ourselves, then it's kind of hard to change as well. So the book really delves into some quite personal areas and is quite challenging mm-hmm. It's so challenging. And, and quite confronting, I think, mm. Nina, So, which is mm. good. And mm. so when we are aware, when we mm. become aware of our, I guess, shortcomings in terms of uh, some of the things we want to get better at, then that's a good thing. Then we means that we can make a change and do something about it. So, Ex- yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're talking about intentionality. I mean, I have this attitude that my personal growth is just going to take care of itself and um, – it's okay. The journey is okay. going okay. I think I'm growing. But then I had no idea that I was way far off, <laughs> as in I had mm. no plan. And I wasn't really growing. I was, although I did read, like, although kind of like random books, things that I kind of felt like, oh, I really feel like reading this today and going to read that tomorrow. And then they're going to read that like net later and kind of enjoyed the odd course and conference. But there wasn't a succinct plan you know like something that I really wanted to um like an order which actually I don't know like what what do you think what like how does a personal growth plan we'll get more into this later but how does a personal growth plan look like for you I think it changes quite a bit Mina depending on kind of the areas you work at and one of the things you've got to think about when you're looking at a personal growth plan is you know what do you want to get better at? And, mm-hmm. you know, it could be how do I improve my relationships? How do I gain more depth and wisdom as a person? How do I gain insight? For me, what initially what it looked like way back when I was 19, I had, I, was a, I think I've mentioned before, but I was an introvert. And so it was quite difficult for me to strike up conversations with people in a crowded room, a bunch of strangers. And so my kind of personal growth journey started back then, but my plan looked like I, I read a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And so for me back then, even though I didn't kind of understand what a personal growth plan was like I do now, what mm-hmm. I did do was I developed the skill of learning how to talk to people and how to strike up a conversation. So for me, that was how my plan looked uh, back then. So, you know, it almost happened by default a little bit. Mm. Um, well, you, you talked about often things we expect it to happen, mm. uh, but it's not unless we're intentional about it. And unless we kind of put things into action, see, we can read all the books, we can read all the self-development, books, we can do all that, but if we don't actually put it into action, mm. then it's kind of just pointless. Mm. And so, you know, we all hear the saying, you know, knowledge is power. Uh, and I've often heard that, you know, just recently that that's not quite true. Applied mm. knowledge is power because knowledge is just knowledge. If we don't do anything about it, then it's kind of meaningless. But if we actually apply that knowledge that we we read about or learn about, then that's very, very powerful. Mm. And so I think as we learn, read books and try to get better, 
as we apply it, that's where the power comes in and that's where the change and the growth will happen. So mm. uh, for me, I, for now, I you know, I only work on one or two things and I'll share a little bit about how that looks mm. later, but I don't try and work on everything because it just becomes overwhelming. So, mm. you know, it's, it's good to reflect quite regularly on like a check-in, self-check-in, how are you doing? And so I work on the things that uh, I see gaps with and you know just pick one or two things and just work on those for a period of time and then I look at other areas Mm. yeah that's very fluid yeah it's so good you know to know that it's not like a rigid uh, I need to know exactly how many courses and books and in what order do I need to do um this, you know, I mean, I wanted to ask you, you know, about your um, own personal growth when you were younger um, and the whole concept of being able to talk to people and having uh, to strike up a conversation with somebody. So obviously that was a phase in your life. So you must have been quite a self-aware person to be able to realize I need help with that. I, there's two questions. How did you get to be so good at self-awareness at such a young age? And how and you had to focus on the whole conversations with people. So that was one goal for you, one sort of aspect of the growth plan or maybe the only thing in the growth plan uh, mm-hmm. at the time. And also, so how did you not, like how did you get to be so self-aware? And the other question is, was that goal for your growth plan? Did that last for the entire an entire season? Like, would it be an entire year, or is it an entire a season at college or university, or was it until you got better at <laughs> talking to people, or like having that striking up a conversation? So, would you mind sharing a little bit? Sure, I think it's uh, it's probably decades I've been on that journey, but I, I guess looking back. <clears throat> How did I become aware? I I think at 19, I'd always been kind of entrepreneurial. And I had a a work colleague that we were talking about business and I kind of wanted to start my own cafe. And it's kind of way back when before cafes were actually a thing, uh, which Mm -hmm. kind of ages me, doesn't it? But (laughs) what I I, always wanted to – and it was interesting. I actually wanted a cafe where you could sit down on a couch and chill out with your friends. And this is like we didn't have cafes back then. We had like tea shops and coffee shops but not like Mm. we do today. So, you know, I was kind of always thinking ideas like that. And a friend talked about a business opportunity. It was actually a multi-level marketing Mm. company. And I ended up getting involved with that. And so – Anyone that's been involved with a multi-level marketing or direct sales know that you've got to talk to people and you've got to kind of recruit people. And Mm. so in order to be able to do that, you have to be able to talk to people and you have to get good at, you know, getting a conversation and asking the right questions and and hopefully Mm. getting some interest in the opportunity that you're trying to present. And then, you know, you've also got to present that in front of people at times. So that's kind of where it started. And Mm. and part of the the company, they were really big on personal growth and Mm. self-development, obviously. Mm. And so, as I've mentioned, the first book that I was introduced to was How to Win Friends and Influence People. And uh, that kind of changed my life because it just made me realize how easy it is to actually start a conversation and to keep one going. And in in terms of you mentioned how long, that set was that season mm, mm. i would say it was a, a couple of decades and you know now i don't think about it so much because 
you know, I've practiced it for so long that it becomes second nature. Uh, mm. But what I do have to say is I still prefer to stand in a corner. So even though I've developed that skill and, and quite comfortable of walking mm. into a room of strangers and striking up a conversation, mm-hmm. it's, still, it's still uncomfortable for me. And mm. so even though I'm proficient at it and I'm okay and, and very comfortable, Mm. Uh, you know, it's still outside my comfort zone a little bit. It's something some days it's like, actually, I just want to stand in the corner and just mm. watch people. You know, I don't want to talk yeah. to people. And you don't want to be bored. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're an extrovert, it perhaps comes a bit easier. But for introverts, you know, there's certain mm. skills and things that we develop, uh, mm. even though we become good at them, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we're always going to be comfortable with that. It's always going to be a challenge for us or, you know, it's yeah. it becomes easy. It certainly becomes easier. Yeah. But yeah, having that option to be able to be uh, comfortable to talk to, you know, like for the people who are listening who tend to sort of have a bit more of an introvert personality can relate to you. And so, you know, we talked about um, intentionality and how you realized uh, you were self-aware that you needed to have a bit of an improvement in that aspect and it's an important aspect that would affect your the rest of your life right yes so you were intentional about this so how intentional were you and how did that look like like how did you if you remember going back to all these years how intentional were you about accomplishing this goal part of your personal growth plan look i think it became part of what I just did. And so I guess I made a decision that this is a skill I'm going to have to get good at. And did you do I like specific need... specific courses or No, I look I just or... read lots of books and part of the NMLM they did lots of books. So I read lots of personal growth books and oh. it kind of it kind of developed a passion for me to or mm. sparked a passion of personal growth and development. And it's like, you know, actually I need to become a better person. And, and in order to do that, I'm going to have to continue to read lots of different books and, and apply that information. So it kind of sparked a, a passion and a journey for me on this growth. And I haven't always been, you know, 100% committed to it at times. There's been seasons in my life where I haven't focused on it. Mm. But I think in those early days, because I particularly talking to people, conversations, things, because I worked on it so hard and for so long, it just became kind of second nature so now I can do it without thinking and I think that's the key with a lot of areas when we work on something and create that habit then it becomes second nature and we kind of don't have to think about it so much anymore because Mm -hmm. it just becomes a part of what we do Uh, but you know we still have to keep growing and we still have to have a check-in and you know make sure we're still on track and we're doing things and we don't slip into to bad habits so yeah you know i don't think we ever stop learning and mm. you know i can always get better at making conversations and i can always get better at communicating and so for me it's kind of changed a little bit it's more about yeah. not necessarily making a conversation but communicating how to communicate to people better and it must felt really nice that you could see the development of how well you you're getting, you were be, you're, you're able to like talk to people easily, and you not get nervous. You, um, yeah, you feel at ease. It's not a hard conversation, and you can see the growth. You can actually feel the growth, and it's sort of it's a good, you know, like a f- good feedback loop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I think you want to make a decision before you go into any situation, Mina, that 
you know, this is what I'm going to do. So if I went to a uh, an event, a meeting, I would decide before I went there what I was going to do. Okay, I'm going to focus on talking to people. I'm going to meet three people. You know, perhaps I might, you might say, I'm going to get three business cards. And so I was very intentional about what I was going to do in that situation so that I had kind of like a, a plan. I didn't just go in and hope that someone would come and talk to me because it was, I was going to have to make the effort to, to, to touch and connect with people. Hmm. So this yeah. kind of this kind of applies to um, this you know scenario can be applied to anything in our lives. So for people who are looking to be better at their job, uh, better like when it comes to, like dating, I don't know, or when it comes to like mothering or being a dad, it's practicing those things. Like uh, for me. And one might wonder, like I often ask, like, do I need personal growth in my skills as a journalist or do I need patience or is it my spiritual life that needs an uplift? You know, do I read this book or th this month or do I go on a course next month? But then how do I know which to do first? And I like, how do I organize it and how do I keep it in line so it makes sense? And how do I even know that I, how do I know what I don't know? without asking myself questions. And this is why yes. I felt reading John Maxwell's book, 50 Laws of Growth or Invaluable Growth, um, it kind of helped me open my eyes to how I'm supposed to approach this, um, this thing. And there's a lot of intentionality that goes in, like you're saying, like this book is great. And then by the way, I'll leave a link for you below. Uh, and you could purchase a copy of of an Amazon. Um, you can get a hard, either a hard copy or an audio book. And if you do so, you um, part of the money that you buy will will the purchase will go towards this podcast. But like in spiritual life, like I know that I need to have a spiritual director who takes care of making sure that I'm on the right path, <laughs> or making sure that I'm on point with my spiritual journey. Because I, yeah. I I I discovered that if I don't have a spiritual director. I do tend to lose focus. And when we meet regularly or chat regularly, I know that I'm being put accountable to things and that I need to keep it, I keep my uh, my journey on point. And mm. so when you meet, what you know, this reminded me of Mastermind course that you're leading because, and I felt it to be so good because it's kind of like a, a nice direction. And you did speak about it earlier on, and it's kind of like a weekly um, meeting group conversation that we have every week that we discuss a chapter of John Maxwell's book. And it's so good to reflect on the book. And I just find it so much fun to listen to what other people have to say um, about it. And I think it's so important to have a group of people to to do this personal growth journey with it's actually hard to do it on your own i found it hard to do it on my own what do, what do you think andy i oh, look i think it's very hard mina to do it on your own and you know doing something with even one person or a group of people just makes it so much easier and you mentioned accountability when we know we have to turn up because other people are going to be there it forces uh, accountability mm. with us and you know i think there's something about being in a room of like-minded people who share the same kind of ideas and thoughts as you. And mm. it kind of just changes your whole perspective and it, it, it encourages you. It's, 
uh, gives you other ideas when you mm. meet with people that uh, you know that are thinking into your life or sharing their own experiences. There's mm. a lots to be learnt off other people and other people's experiences. And you know sometimes we can shortcut the mistakes that we might otherwise make uh, by learning some great skills and and things off other people. So meeting with like-minded people mm-hmm. who can think and who have a vested interest mm-hmm. in your success is just an amazing way to do life together. So talking about now what's a personal growth plan, I know we've kind of touched on that already, but um, would you be able to expand a little bit more about what it is? Like if someone is kind of like struggling with this idea of why do I even care about this uh, and why yep. is it so hard to come up with a growth plan? I found it hard to come up with a plan. I don't know why that is, <laughs> but I did. Oh, I think, it's yeah, hard. you're not alone, man. I think I remember you asking that question. It's like, you know, what is a what is a growth plan? What does that look like? How to how and why do is it that? hard? You know, it's actually more important uh, as to why is it hard but, to come up with a plan? Like, what is the what are the obstacles that face us these days? I think I, I think it's the fact that people just don't really know what to do, what it looks like. You know, we all know about goals. We know how to set goals and, and we work on goals. You mm. know, and they talk about smart goals and, and things like that. So we understand that. But when it comes to growth, it's like, what is a personal growth plan? So here's a couple of thoughts to help, you know, your listeners that are struggling with a growth plan or maybe you have something, but it's it's not quite where you want it. So you want to keep it simple and obviously not try and do too much at once because you get overwhelmed. And so here's a couple of thoughts is identify the areas that you want to grow personally in and think about where am I going to grow specifically. So don't be general, be specific about that. And you want to pick at least two areas in your life, uh, but no more than five because five is, it just becomes too much and then you won't do it. Um, so I would, you know, personally start off with just two areas. So think of about it this like, so okay, so you've got two areas. What does that look like? How do, what sort of areas do I work on? So think about it this way. Pick an area that is a choice where you want to grow and an area of skill that you want to grow. So giving you an example, an area of choice could be uh, discipline. You mentioned uh, that earlier about, you know, being accountable. So mm-hmm. discipline could be a great choice uh, to work on. I need to be more disciplined with my time. So I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier every day and I'm going to, you know, read a personal development book or I'm going to, you know, read my Bible or, or do something that's going to mm-hmm. work on your discipline, whatever that may look like. Um, so it could be attitude. You know, my attitude is not where it you know, should be. Uh, so I'm going to work on my attitude every day. I'm going to think about what I say before I say it, and I'm going to check my attitude. So that's the kind of areas of choice. The choices where you have uh, an opportunity to think about what you're doing. The area of skill is something you want to get better at. So it could be. So for me, an area of skill at the moment is uh, communication. So becoming a better communicator, a speaker, mm. and things like that. So for me, is working on communicate, how to become a better communicator. So that means for me is listening to other speakers, reading books on communication, uh, watching, you know, people. I love watching people speak on stage because I like to watch how they deliver their message Mm -hmm. and those sort of things. So that's kind of an area of skill that you could work on. So I'd pick one of those each. And then what you want to do is, 
you really want to invest one hour every day in those areas. So think about it as preparing, practice, and then reflect on those things. So if we just go back to the examples, uh, let's say uh, it's an area of, of discipline, you know, prepare yourself, make sure that you're, if you want to get up, let's say 10 minutes earlier, because I think, you know, sometimes if I need to get up an hour earlier, that's sometimes too big a chunk, mm, you know, we've, we've got to start small. Yep. And then if we do it consistently over time, mm. then we will cement it and then we can, you know, get up 15 or 20 minutes earlier. So let's say we get up 10 minutes in earlier. So make sure you're rested, you know, everything's set so that you can do that. And then, you know, you've got that 10 minutes, you practice it, and then you can reflect at the end of the day how well you did. If it's you're developing a skill, then for me, you're communicating, it's watching training videos, it's looking at speakers, it's actually thinking about my own talks and keynotes, how that looks. And so then practicing it, actually speaking that. So having a talk where I would actually speak and record either voice or record video so then I can watch it. Uh, and then reflect right. how I did and where I can improve. So there's nothing like listening to yourself speak or watching yourself speak to um, – <laughs> it's, it's quite cringy. Isn't it? When you first do it, it's like, oh, I, don't, I hate the sound of my voice or, oh, I can't stand myself watching, watching myself, you know, perform. So, yeah. But you do get used to it, don't you, after You do, you do, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. think of your voice when you listen back? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've I've got used to it now too. So. Are you used to it now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind myself <laughs> at all. But for the initially, it's like, oh, I sound oh, terrible. First time yeah. I listened to myself, I'm like, why am I so whiny? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yes. Too bad. Um, You're yeah, right. But, yeah. but videoing yourself is too a great way to do that. If you, if, you know, you're talking about communication. Because yeah. you can see how you stand and how you're yeah. holding your hands and whether you're moving and all these sort of things. So, you know, it's quite a science to all this sort of stuff. But, mm. um, you know, other skills could be, um, you know, there's lots of skills that we can practice. It might be things that you want to get better at work skills. And so work on those things mm. and, and look mm. for different resources that will help you achieve that goal. So, you know, it could be books, it could be watching, listening to podcasts, it could be even talking to other people, other mentors in your life that are, you know, better at that school than you are. So find people and find out what they did, how they improved. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. So amazing sharing there. And uh, Andy, and I think, you know, like you're talking about smart goals, talking about like what are the obstacles that people experience with actually starting with the growth plan. I think you want to start with like a why am I doing this? Why do I even mm. bother about a growth plan? And let's just face it, life is too short um, and you are, you owe it to yourself. So do you really want to be the same place as you were 10 years from now or do you want to be somebody who's well-researched, well-read, uh, well-developed, you know, well-skilled mm. and someone yeah. who's, you know, you do feel fulfilled about yourself and happy and satisfied like – it is so satisfying when I read a book <laughs> and finish it, and I'm like, I'm I'm a whole book smarter. <laughs> yes. Although yeah. I don't remember a lot of what I read, but I I do feel really satisfied when I read a book, and I think I'm oh, cool. That that is so cool. I just love it. Or listening to some talk, or like watching a documentary. I just watched a documentary on Netflix called A Hundred Humans. And it's um, an experiment 
um, they experiment different things on those hundred people, and they show them. But it's it's done in a way that is so funny and and, and really <laughs> interesting, and it's been so cool. I just binged all the yes. uh, all the episodes purely because it was entertaining, but also really informative, like about what gender is better, women or men, <laughs> what mm. um, age is better, um, how do men um, differ from women, do they talk less or do they talk more? Or <laughs> It's just so fascinating. So I was like listening to that or like watching it and it's just so interesting and I learned so much. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, and yeah. I just felt like it was almost part of like personal growth because it was something that you know, it's really quite satisfying. So um, it can actually, the resources that you're talking about can come through very different shapes and sizes. It could be like you were saying, a conversation with a mentor or a friend um, mm. or a colleague, or it could be watching YouTube uh, videos or whatever. But being specific, like you were saying, two topics up to five I, I think five is heaps, but I think two is awesome. <laughs> I think two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here's another thought, Mino, just crossing my mind that sometimes you think, oh, well, I don't know what it is. What do I, what do I need to work on? Mm. Uh, so think about it like this. The things that you don't like in other people are often a reflection of what we have in our own lives. So, you know, sometimes we all have people in our lives that say, oh, I don't like the way they do that. Or there's some things that grate us. And often you'll find those things that greatest are the things that are evident in our own lives as well. So that could be something to think about yeah. uh, wow. <laughs> if you're struggling. So, and that's quite it's quite com- confrontational, I have to say. Yeah. But you know, something that's like, oh, you're just like this person, and and or the reason I hate this so much is because it's evident in my own life. And so interesting. So the things that you hate or don't like about other people are the things that you need to improve on in your own self? Sometimes they can be the things that yeah. are evident in their own lives, yeah. Right, so that needs a lot <laughs> of is, reflection. Yeah. Okay. Nothing well, like finishing on a bit of confrontation, though. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I think being part of a group, again, uh, that meets regularly. Uh, I'm a woman and I love community. I don't know about guys. I do. I, I am reading a book now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to confuse it. I'm reading a book uh, to learn more about how – uh, the relationships of men and women um, can be improved. And uh, it talks about that guys like to do things or solve problems um, on their own. Not everybody is like that, but some guys. I don't know if that's true, Andy. Is that true? Do you like to solve problems on your own and, and figure it out? Yeah, we do. We do. You know, and, and you know, men are very different from women. Like often uh, I learned when my wife came to me with a problem, it was like, is this a listening problem or a fix-it problem? And more often, it was just a listening problem. She didn't want me to fix it. just wanted me to listen. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we can talk about this book on another podcast. And believe me, we will probably have hundreds of episodes when I, if I want to talk about this book. This is a, such a good book. But I'll leave it at this. So being part of a group, though, when you're trying to get your personal growth up to scratch is so key. Uh, and I, I, you know, the one group that I am part of at the moment is Mastermind Class, run by Andy, and I, I really recommend it, and it's great because I've gone through it, and it just has a great accountability. So it helps you become more accountable, especially when you're trying to read the chapters and discuss, and actually like applying it to yourself because you know that there are people who are going to want to talk about it. 
So anyway, um, sort of some closing uh, thoughts there, Andy, before we wrap up? Uh, probably just one thing is once you've decided what you're going to do is share it with someone else because what ed- ends up happening is we become we get off course and we get distracted and sidetracked. So if we share it with someone else, then the big commitment commitment becomes a, a lot stronger mm. and then also share your growth with someone uh, as you're learning and if they're happy to to hear it mm. then you know share it again next week if they're not happy to hear what you're learning about then find someone else uh, that is thrilled about your progress in learning so final thoughts is yeah you know share your growth share what you're doing with someone because that will cement your commitment and you know it's helpful when someone else is excited about what you're doing as well. Absolutely. That is excellent and, and wonderful way to finish. So if you like this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify uh, and share this uh, episode with someone you care about. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for being on the show again. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, very nice to have you. Uh, you can find out more um, about this podcast if you go to minaamso.com or if you want to find out more about Andy's mastermind class go to andyrolston.com the links will be below um, in the uh, description section Um, also there will be links to um, the books that we mentioned so if you want to go and grab yourself a copy and get cracking until uh, next week matiwa this episode is sponsored by Harcourts Cooper and Co. Auckland-based real estate agents Bob Nahab and Peter Jones have a track record of helping Kiwis buy and sell their homes in Auckland. They are very experienced in the field. They know the market very well and they'll make sure that your next house purchase or sell will be a breeze. So give them a call today. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, would you please share it with a friend? These episodes are available to you for free on Spotify, Google Play Music and iTunes. Until next week, Hairera.